join my hand The human spirit lifts us high To fill our hearts again with song We are the voices of the world And your voices sing Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Prepare for Change Radio. We are about to embark on a new structure to our COBRA interview. This series of interviews will be called the Disclosure Chronicles. It will not just be random questions and information that people want to hear, but contain questions with important information that people need to hear, especially in this transitional time we are currently experiencing which is the end of dark ages that brought enslavement and control to our planet. The time we are moving into is the beginning of a world of freedom and never-before-experienced love and abundance. The purpose of these interviews is to bring a beacon of light exposing truth to all those awakened individuals who truly want to see, hear, and feel truth. We have never been given an accurate account of history because of war down through the ages. All records, libraries were burned, and people killed. Invading forces did not want a record of what came before. That way, history could be shaped to the advantage of the victors. This is why you don't know the true history, but now is the time to learn, and COBRA will help us to discover the truth. For clarity and ease of discussion, the royal he is used here. It does not denote gender but rather lends to an easier discussion of this warrior of light. Cobra is a high-level warrior for the light. His sources are internal and external. Some unfamiliar with Cobra may ask, why is he so secretive? Sometimes information can lead to unwanted consequences for others, so information needs to be kept undisclosed for safety reasons because of his ability to be a force for change and light upon the planet and combat the forces of darkness, Cobra has been a target for destruction by the dark forces. Higher level beings have instructed him to remain undercover at this time for his own protection. When doing voice interviews, Cobra's voice is modulated. He does not talk about himself in a personal sense. We respect him for that. He was instructed to use an alias name, also for his protection. Why did he choose the name Cobra? He goes by Cobra because it's a description of his mission. It means compression breakthrough. At an undisclosed time, the power of this planet will shift to the light. Dark forces will no longer have any hold on the lives and minds of the people of Earth. Instead, the planet will be infused with the love, light, and knowledge of the truth. Love will be the prevailing emotion of our people. War will not have any place within our society. We want peace. The people of Earth are tired of suffering the trauma of losing family and friends to war. There are no winners in war. Both sides are losers. In this new world, peace, love, unity, and brotherhood will prevail. It will be the will of the people. And so it will be. These periodic interviews with COBRA will occur when the time is right, not necessarily monthly, with the staff of Prepare for Change radio show. Our group, 
Prepare for Change began in May 2013 at the request of COBRA for the purpose of involving the people in the process of liberation of our planet. If you have a pull in that direction and want to be a part of the global movement, we encourage you to go to prepareforchange.net and look up event support groups. Join us. As COBRA says, the breakthrough is near. With that, I welcome COBRA. Thank you for your invitation. Thank you, COBRA, for being with us. Do you have anything to add to what I have just said? This is quite a good description of part of my mission. It is actually not so much important who am I. It is much more important the liberation of the planet happens, and that should be the focus of those interviews. Yes. Well, that is our desire, too. What we wanted to do was start with some general questions that relate to our current situation and where we're going and where it's leading. So this is where we'll start with the questions. And I'll read these to you. Okay. There's a nasty financial war going on right now where the Chinese, who are claiming that they own rights to all of the gold stashes in diverse areas of Southeast Asia and around the world, and therefore claim to outright own the entire wealth of the planet and the cabal-controlled Western banking system that keeps printing money, fiat money, cross-collateralizing their loans and just plain inventing new financial Ponzi schemes to come up with their never-ending cash flow, just stay afloat and stay in power. What is the current plan of the resistance movement to put a definite stop to the Lord of the Rings-style frequency frenzy, destructive power madness? I have actually discussed this plan many times. It is the plan for the event. So we are now entering a new phase of this situation, and in this new phase, as I said many times before, there needs to be a certain level of consensus between the major players on the surface of the planet, what future they would like to have. And even if that consensus is not reached, the energies from the galactic center are getting more and more intense. And this means that the situations will continue to escalate because everything that has been suppressed must come to the surface one way or the other. So in this situation we are now, regardless of what the surface population does, regardless of what any of the faction does, the outcome will be the same. We can influence the process and make it easier for ourselves and for the planet by making coordinated action and awakening people towards that final goal. Okay. The Red Dragons have publicly admitted that the Cabal has always been under their original structure, that the Dragon families themselves have been financing their banks, which have been under the main source of power. Why are these two playing good cop, bad cop in front of everyone? Have they been working together all along? This is probably not coming from the Red Dragon. This statement is coming from one of the internet sources. Uh, the real Red Dragon families were always fighting the Rothschilds and were fighting the Jesuits. But there are many people who are claiming to be Red Dragons, so you need to be very careful with those statements. And the real uh, Red Dragon families were never working together with the Cabal. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. Will you enlighten us on the true origins and history of the Dragon families? 
The real Red Dragon families actually originated in the Ming Dynasty to see the danger of the Archon invasion in China. And they have been working underground since then to keep China protected from those invasions. They were not very successful in the past because they had to work from underground. And there are actually many different aspects of different dragon families. The red dragons are more focused on the finance and politics. The blue dragons are more focused on the spiritual work. And there are also many different aspects within the same portion of the dragons. There are many blue dragon families, many red dragon families, and they are not always in complete harmony with each other, and they are not always completely aligned with each other. There is still a lot of human factor involved. But the true dragon families are all dedicated to the liberation of the planet. Is there a dragon family or faction of the dragon family that is now specifically working for the light? As I said before, there are mixed groups, there are positive groups, and there are negative groups. There are positive dragon families, there are mixed dragon families, and there are those who are working directly with the cabal. And even within one particular family, there are individuals that are dedicated to the light, and there are individuals that are working against the light. So we have a pretty much mixed situation on this planet. Okay, thank you. Another question I have is, realistically, all of the royal families around the world are blood-related with one another and are always just pretending to be in war with each other to constantly consolidate their power grip on their subjects by their order through chaos, modus operandi. Can you discuss with us how this is finally going to end when the families are never going to relinquish their power of the people? They will be forced to relinquish their power through the event and the process of the mass arrest when the key members of the cabal will be arrested and they will be tried in fair trials, but everything that has been suppressed all the truth will be exposed and all their actions will be pretty much in the open and the masses will begin to understand what's going on on the planet and it will no longer be able to continue. Thank you. Can you talk a little about the global collateral accounts, what they are and any information you can give us on that? The global collateral accounts have been actually formed a decade ago and the original purpose of those collateral accounts was for them to serve as a tool for humanitarian projects and to bring abundance to humanity. But those collateral accounts have been hired by the Cabal families and um, they have been actually used for quite some time to control humanity. And now the positive dragon factions are working behind the scenes to redirect the collateral accounts to their original purpose. And there is a lot of manipulation, a lot of things going on regarding those accounts, especially in the last few years, and all these will be brought to completion at the time of the event. According to the resistance movement, is there any updated future plans for these accounts, or is there any changes? There have been no uh, big changes because the plan is pretty much brought to perfection regarding this. There are other things that are less finalized and a little bit more complicated, but the financial aspect of the situation when the time is right will not be a big problem. Wonderful. About 13,000 years ago, the Dracos created and have been supporting the Illuminati because of the reptilian biddings through their means of ruling us through chaos and violence. 
How can a culture like the Illuminati that was purposely created out of wars and Satanism possibly ever have the hopes to be reformed? Many beings within the Illuminati structure wanted to get out and they will be able to get out and a part of this structure will be crossing over to the light. So there is much hope for many beings that were part of that structure. Thank you. Our entire human and creation history has been altered, rewritten, and edited by a group of individuals in order to enslave humanity. What sources of accurate information could you recommend where we can find true history so we may start learning the real history of mankind and of creation? There are no sources of information about human history. The general direction, I would say, is people, if they want to learn more about human history, is to study the existence of Atlantis. But again, most information about Atlantis is pure speculation. A few years ago, I posted an article of Atlantis on my blog, and there are some links there. People can check it. They're pretty much reliable. Okay, great. What is the status of the event at this point, according to the resistance movement? And what can we do today to speed up the process of bringing about the final victory of the light through the event? The situation is pretty much as it was a few years ago. Uh, we are still in the process of clearing the Strangelet bombs and the Chimera group. And this is the main obstacle remaining. There have been many minor victories, but we have not yet made the final breakthrough. And uh, the most important thing people can do is to help with the liberation meditations and to spread their understanding of the situation to awaken the masses. Because the more awakening there is on the surface of the planet, the easier it is for the light forces to remove uh, whatever is remaining to prevent the event. What sound advice do you have for all those still unawakened who do not believe anything of the upcoming planetary, physical, and positive geopolitical changes coming to the planet and to add all those awakened individuals who are still skeptical of the impact of the event? One aspect of skepticism is healthy because there is actually no proof before things happen. But even if people are skeptical, it is good they are informed about the possible future, because when things begin to happen, if they are informed, they will know what to do. So it is good to anybody to study the situation, to inform themselves, and when things begin to happen, there will be no more need for skepticism or doubt, because things will be happening. And uh, there is actually one part of the psychological warfare is for the cabal to give impression to the masses that nothing is going on. This is one of the major operations of the Archons, that they keep maintaining the illusion that everything stays the same. And this will be maintained until the final breakthrough, nothing drastically before the major breakthrough happens. So we will have this stalemate situation right to the very end, to the very confession breakthrough, and then things will happen very fast. And then we'll have a lot of people waking up. Yes, exactly. Cobra, can you tell us the difference between a light worker and a light warrior? Light workers are focused only upon the light, and their purpose is to spread light and anchor light on the planet. And they have a tendency to deny the existence of darkness on this planet. So the vast majority of light workers are in a certain level of denial about the presence of darkness, but they are still 
doing a great job holding and anchoring the light on the planet. The light warriors are usually focused more on removal of the darkness of the planet. And certain balance needs to be created between the light workers approach and the light warriors approach to the situation because the truth is somewhere in the middle. It is important to be aware of the darkness, but it is also very important to focus upon the light and to anchor the light on the planet. Thank you. What message of encouragement can you give today specifically for all those individual dedicated light workers and light warriors who are on the line of duty holding the lines by their light during this tumultuous critical time? Actually, it is very important to put things into perspective. I know that everybody is tired and this is taking far too long, but if we understand that we are actually undoing 25,000 years of darkness, we are deconstructing the quarantine which has been here for 25,000 years, and our purpose is to do this in a few years' time, we are doing a great job and we are making big progress and the final breakthrough will come and when it comes, we will all be rewarded for our hard work. I'm looking forward to that celebration. Uh, yes, after the event, there will be a great celebration and uh, a period of happiness will begin that will never end. Uh, suffering was never intended to be part of the life experience and it will never be again after the darkness is gone from this planet. Thank you. With so many stories going around the net about a multidimensional jump, wave X, pulse of light, etc., what do you, Cobra, foresee happening around the days of the last blood moon at the end of September? It will be um, the usual normal September without any drastic events. Of course, things will happen as they are happening already. They might escalate to a certain degree, but I am not expecting any ground-shattering events or any cataclysmic events at that point. There are greater cosmic cycles that are more important than those blood moons or anything that people are predicting. And September is not the time frame that the resistance movement is expecting the big breakthrough to happen. So we can all sit back and know that the event's probably not going to happen in September. I am not making any predictions specifically, but I am saying that there is no need to be afraid of anything drastic or negative happening in the time frame of September of this year. Okay. There is talk of chatter regarding the currency revaluations these days. What is your knowledge regarding this matter? Again, people are uh, predicting this uh, currency evaluation to happen today or tomorrow, and these predictions are ongoing for a few years' time. Actually, the currency revaluation is part of the reset, which will happen at the time of the event and not before. Okay, so we just need to sit back and relax and not worry about that right now. You can relax and sit back, but also you can be active in changing the world around you. Okay. Based on your information, what advice can you give to all of those bondholders out there trying to cash them in through the banks or through various World Heritage Funds? Do they have any chance of this happening at all? It is not very likely at this point because the cabal is controlling the banking system, so I wish them luck, but I am not very much optimistic about their success at this point. Okay. What happened in Tianjin, China on August 12th? There was a huge mushroom cloud-like detonation that seems like it was a nuke. Was this the result of sending a strong, massive 
retaliation by the Illuminati to the Chinese who seem to be going out of script due to their currency devaluation the day earlier on August 11th. This is exactly what's happening. It's a part of the war between the Eastern Alliance and the Cabal. And the Cabal was using dirty weapons as much as it was possible. And uh, this situation will lead to some unexpected consequences for the Cabal in the future. We have actually sped up the process with this action. There will be certain consequences of it. Okay. Especially during the last few decades, the Illuminati has been very successful in deceiving humanity by deception, especially the great trick the devil ever played by conceiving the world that he doesn't exist. Why so few people in the spiritual community are discussing the role of Satan and Lucifer during this critical time and only discussing the extraterrestrials? What do you think is the reason behind all of this? The reason behind all this is because those entities you have mentioned are no longer important in the great scheme of things. What do you mean, Cobra? Why aren't they important? Because one of them has been removed from the planet and gone to the central sun, and the other one has crossed to the light and is working for the light forces. Which one is working for the light forces? This is classified information at this point. Oh, okay. Would it be fair to say that this ascension times we are experiencing now are also a harvesting of souls by the light and by the dark? I would not agree with that because the world harvesting is very emotionally loaded. I would say that the ascension is a process of lifting the vibrational frequency of beings on this planet and other planets and merger of personalities of human beings with their souls and with the light frequency. And uh, there will be no harvesting of souls, either by the light or by the dark. It is simply a evolutionary process that will culminate not only in the event, but in further spiritual development that will happen after the event. Okay. After the event has occurred, would you care sharing with us any detail that we can realistically expect for the following 10 to 20 years regarding the massive upcoming Earth changes scheduled to occur for the planet or return it to its original virgin pristine condition of heaven on Earth? After the event, there will be many, many very positive changes that will have the ultimate goal of Earth becoming a paradise planet again. Can you give us an example? After the event, we will have the first contact, and after the first contact, various positive races will bring technology to clear all the pollution. There will be a process of awakening of the masses, and uh, all this process will lead towards the creation of a very positive galactic society on the surface of this planet. Great. Can you shed any light on the mysterious pillars of light that have been seen all over the world in the past couple of weeks? What is their purpose, and how are they created? Okay, most of these are light reflections in the lens or with the flash artifacts made with a camera. There are some genuine sightings of those pillars, and those who are genuine, I would say between 10 and 20% of those are genuine, uh, are manifestation of the light forces, which are creating light phenomena to awaken the masses, awaken the population. Well, thank you for that clarification. That's kind of what I was thinking. 
Okay, one last question about the financial situation. Are you still expecting a complete shutdown or collapse of the financial system so the new one can be implemented? And has anything changed in this regard? The plan hasn't changed. It is still the same. I am expecting a complete shutdown of the banking system for a certain limited period of time because this is the only way a complete transformation can happen. All right. That concludes the the general questions that were about current events. If this information is resonating with you and you are ready to open your mind to receive what COBRA and PrepareForChange.net team is going to present in the upcoming disclosure series, you can sign up for the Prepare for Change newsletter and show updates at PrepareForChange.net. Our next show will be titled The Disclosure Chronicles Series 1, The Creation, where COBRA will take us back in time and start in the beginning of creation. We want to be clear that today's show is only an introduction to our upcoming amazing disclosure series that we hope will equip you with the information and wisdom that will prepare you to be ready for the amazing upcoming planetary changes, not just in the physical plane, but in the spiritual realm as well. Our intention is to help you learn to discern information and therefore avoid all speculation, fiction, disinformation, and misinformation that currently fill the mainstream media and most of the World Wide Web. Cobra is the first individual who in 2012 announced what he called the event, now known by many other names. You can find all of his enlightening and informative updates at his website, 2012portal.blogspot.com. His information has been proven over time to be consistently accurate. What I'd like to go into now, Cobra, is a section that I'm hoping that you can help us with as far as uh, giving us a little bit of our history. And actually, the first thing I wanted to ask you about was the compression breakthrough. And if you could kind of describe that in detail for newer people that might not understand what that means. We have light forces above the surface of the planet, and we have light forces below the surface of the planet. And when the light forces from below the surface of the planet are proceeding towards the surface of the planet, and the light forces above the surface of the planet are also descending towards the surface of the planet. And when they meet on the surface of the planet, that is the moment of the compression breakthrough. And it is a process which has its basis in certain hyperdimensional physics. It is something that is inevitable. It is something that must occur as a result of this cosmic transformation that we are in. And when the light forces from above and below meet on the surface of the planet, there will be a drastic and very intense transformation of the surface of the planet. And that is the compression breakthrough. And the compression breakthrough has physical and non-physical aspects. The physical aspects, we all know, this is the financial reset, this is the uh, mass arrest of the cabal and the beginning of the disclosure process. And the non-physical aspect is mainly the galactic wave, the wave of galactic light coming to the surface of the planet, and the event flash will be actually the culmination 
of this galactic energy coming towards the surface of the planet. And there have been many galactic superwaves in the past, but nothing like what will happen now, because now we are in the phase of final completion of removal of darkness from this universe. And this hasn't happened ever before, and it's something that is unique, something that nobody has ever experienced. So we cannot predict exactly how this will look like in details, but it will definitely be the most extraordinary event of our lives. Can't wait. This is great. <laughs> so would you confirm then, Cobra, that this involves physical and non-physical in this process, right? Yes, exactly. All right. Now I'm going to go into some questions that mainly have to do with our history. And we're going to touch on a little bit deeper subjects, you know, about spirit and soul. So I'll just proceed. Can you explain more about masculine and feminine energy? You know, what the difference is and how we have both within us? Okay, masculine and feminine energies are present in this universe since the creation of the universe. The masculine energy is the electric energy and the feminine energy is the magnetic energy. And they are always in interaction. All manifested matter in this universe is a result of dynamic interaction between feminine and masculine energies. And we also have those two polarities inside of us. And uh, when we bring them into perfect balance, this is a very important aspect of our ascension. On this planet, the cabal has artificially suppressed the feminine principle, the feminine aspect, because they knew that by doing that, it is much easier to control humanity. And now, from the center of the galaxy, very powerful feminine energy is coming to balance this. And this new balance between feminine and masculine energies is one very important aspect of this process we are now in. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit of the history of Sisterhood of the Rose? Where did this originate and who were members of this? Basically, Sisterhood of the Rose originates from the central race, the central civilization. It is the first highly spiritually developed civilization that has evolved in the central region of this galaxy. And there were certain beings that belonged to the central civilization that were spreading this understanding and spreading the light of the goddess throughout the galaxy. And one of those beings came to planet Earth in Atlantis and has formed the Sisterhood of the Rose in Atlantean times. And there were many temples of the goddess on Atlantis, and their purpose was to anchor the presence of the goddess on the planet. And after the Cabal destroyed those temples, this balance has been disturbed, and uh, this new disbalance has actually resulted in the destruction of Atlantis. And after that, Sisterhood um, of the Rose groups were present in many countries within their mystery schools, trying to keep that balance as much as possible. And now the time has come for us to reawaken that feminine presence and to form new Sisterhood of the Rose groups, because this is very important for the time of the event. So I would like to ask as many people as possible to form those groups throughout the planet, to meet regularly on the physical plane, and to anchor the goddess energy on the planet as much as possible. Thank you for that, Cobra. PrepareForChange.net is incorporating Sisterhood of the Rose in the healing group 
and we are forming those groups all over the world currently. So for anyone who is interested, please go to prepareforchange.net and sign up. We will announce activities upcoming. Okay, Cobra, if we could go back to spirit, could you give us a description of the purpose of spirit? The origin of the spirit is the source, is the one. And the purpose of spirit is to assist in returning all creation back into the one. And uh, this process, uh, again, as I said, is culminating right now. So now is actually the most important time for each individual to connect with his higher self, with his spirit, with his source, as much as possible. Is there a difference between spirit and soul? Um, There is a technical difference because spirit is the source where the soul comes from. But both are aspects of our higher dimensionality, our higher energy bodies, I would say. Spirit and matter are both aspects of each other, and uh, they manifest in different ways through different dimensions, but both spirit and matter in various manifestations have the same ultimate goal to return back into the one. Is there a certain process that uh, involves the soul's evolution? Um, it is always a process of evolution because the soul, on the deepest level, remembers the one because it originates from the one. And that inner drive is the force of evolution, which always manifests a little bit differently for different people, but the ultimate goal and the ultimate motivation is the same. And once we get out of 3D, will we understand these things? Uh, You can even begin to understand them now. You don't need to wait to come out of 3D, because understanding is not limited with dimensions. You can reach that understanding even now. Is our body a holographic creation? Actually, everything in this universe, including our body, is a holographic creation. Wow. Can we experience life anywhere in creation as anything we want to? After we reach a certain level of spiritual freedom, yes. And what is that level? How do we know that we've attained it? Or uh, This is possible after we reach our ascension, when we are no longer subjected to entropy of those lower dimensions. Then we are absolutely free to go wherever we want, to experience whatever we want, of course, uh, in complete harmony with the divine plan. Thank you. What is consciousness? Consciousness is a dynamic interaction between spirit and matter. It is the intersection between spirit and matter. It is the spirit which begins to be aware of itself as matter, which connects back with itself. So would you say that? How is consciousness and spirit connected? Actually, a spirit at one point decided to project itself into matter, and consciousness is born as a result of that interaction. What are the advantages of connecting to spirit? It is quite obvious. Before we connect with spirit, we are not truly alive, because the spirit is the source of all life. So it's like the seed? Yes. Well, my next question is, why should we do it? It is up to you. You are not forced to do it, but if you do it, you will definitely reach more inner happiness, and you will also assist other beings in this universe to reach more happiness. That sounds like a pretty good reason. Yes, exactly. Will we remember who we are and the purpose of our being on Earth? 
at some point? Yes, of course, everybody does remember their purpose when you reach a certain level of connection with your higher self, with your soul. Can you give us some pointers on how to best connect with spirit? You can always connect with your higher self with meditation, with experiencing beauty, and with experiencing joy. So whatever brings you joy and whatever inspires you towards beauty is a direction to go to connect with the spirit. Can we connect to other spirits? Yes, of course. When you are connected with your own higher self, you are always in oneness with all other beings of life. Can you tell us a little bit about soul families, what they are? Soul families are groups of souls that have been born in the same stream of light through the portal of the galactic central sun at a certain point in history, and they shared some similar experiences on their journey through the existence. Do we have the ability to connect to people from our past, such as ancestors, deceased relatives, and people that we have known in past lives? Uh, yes, of course, you can connect with those people if you align with their vibrational frequency. If you have a similar vibrational frequency as they have, there's always uh, a possibility of connection. How about our ability to connect with higher evolved spirits, like Ascended Masters? Again, if you have your connection with your soul, with your higher self, through that connection, you can always connect with your Ascended Masters. Why do you think people feel so connected to extraterrestrial life? It is simply because life has never been isolated only to this planet, and it's a natural tendency of everybody to connect with their star brothers and star sisters from other planets and other star systems. It's a very natural tendency to connect with parts of your family. And how does spirit play into your information? Actually, when anybody is connected with spirit, it is much easier for that person to access sources of information, physical ones and non-physical ones. We know that you have top secret information that you can't disclose, but do you have internal sources that you access? Uh, yes, of course, I have internal and outer sources. It's always both. Are you able to tell us about these? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Is there a divine plan already preset for the human race, or is it a matter of free will on our part of humanity? Divine plan is always dynamic, and you can always improve it by using your free will for the light. So you can always make things better. There is a general outline, but there is always a lot of room for change and improvement. Okay. Is there anything that you would like to say, Cobra, to your worldwide audience and anything that you would like to impart that would help prepare? I would like to encourage everybody to participate in the Wutia meditations. They are still very important. Also, I would like to invite everybody to assist in creating Sisterhood of the Rose Group. And uh, I would like to say that no matter that this is taking so long, we are making big progress, and uh, if you consider there is a very small percentage of human population focused on the planetary liberation, we have been extremely successful, and we will be even more successful in the future. Cobra, can you give your website address, please? You can just go to Google and uh, Google Cobra Portal 2012, and you will find my website very easily. Okay, very good. 
Thank you so much, Cobra, for your time and attention, and we all appreciate it when you give us information and just keep encouraging us. So we thank you a lot. Uh, yes, I would like to thank you for taking time and dedication to create this interview, and I would like to thank everybody who has been supporting my mission. My mission would not be so successful without that support, and I would like to thank everybody who is working for the life. Great. Thank you so much, Cobra. We'll be talking to you soon. Okay, very good. Victory of the life. Thank you for being with us for this hour. Please join us each Sunday night on BBS Radio Station 1 at 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Shows can also be heard in the archives section of the media tab. Please remember that PFC is a volunteer group and we survive by donations only. So look deep within and if you feel guided, we encourage you to go to prepareforchange.net website and donate an amount you can afford. That way you can assist us to continue the work at prepareforchange.net global movement. We thank you for your generosity and your much-needed show of love and kindness. Remember, we are all Voices of the World. Heart. 
Spirit lifts us high to fill our hearts again. With 